This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Let's get to um, that story right away, shall we? Um, this is around the Nasi Spani program that has been launched by the Gauteng Provincial Government. The Premier, Banyaza Lusufi, says that the provincial government will continue to recruit unemployed uh, people every month until July 2024. He was speaking at the Orlando Stadium in Soweto last Thursday where thousands of young men and women received confirmation letters of employment. An additional 6,000 people collected their appointment letters to be trained as uh, as, uh, solar panel technicians. The Premier also said although the Nazi Spani recruitment program has uh, come under a lot of scrutiny, the government will not uh, back down from its promises. Uh, Well, on Saturday, the EFF president, Julius Malema, speaking at their 10th anniversary celebration, vowed that an EFF government will get rid of all those people who have been hired through the program, alleging that they were only employed because they are members of the ANC. Let's speak to the the spokesperson for the premier of Gauteng, Cesar Pamla. Good morning to you. Nice to be chatting to you in this new position. Uh, Good morning to you and good morning to the listeners. How's life on the other side? (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Great. Right. Let, let's start first with what happened, uh, the event on th- on uh, on Thursday where the at Orlando Stadium, where these letters of confirmation uh, were handed out. How many people receive letters of confirmation? Maybe let's just establish that. And what are the letters actually confirming? What are the types of positions that uh, these those that were successful? Um, will be occupying? Well, uh, there were 6,000 solar technicians mm-hmm. uh, who were... Uh, remember, the Southern Provincial Government uh, went into a partnership with Mesita mm-hmm. um, to train these 6,000 solar technicians. So they received letters confirming that uh, now they will be taken through that training process. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. while they are being trained, they will be paid a stipend. And then afterwards, they will be employed by the provincial government to install solar panels in government buildings, uh, but also in uh, uh, houses, uh, in townships. Remember, the government does provide uh, um, energy to indigent uh, families and indigent communities. Mm. So uh, as a way of dealing with load shedding, uh, the crisis of load shedding, the Gauteng provincial government it will be installing uh, solar panels uh, in mm. some of those households. Uh, but also there were uh, plus or minus 25,000 assistant teachers uh, who were employed in February under the provincial employment. 25,000? Yeah. Mm. Were employed under the provincial, uh, uh, the, the, the presidential employment initiative. Mm-hmm. They were employed in February and their contracts were set to expire uh, in, in, in September. So the provincial government felt that uh, these students are going to need uh, these assistant teachers, but also uh, for how to perform better when it comes to metric, mm. uh, but also uh, results in general. Yeah. Uh, we need to keep those people until the end of the year. So right. that whatever work that they were doing, they should continue to do until the final exams have been written. So they were given extension letters until the end of the school exams. 
Right. One, 1. 1.4 million, I think, was the figure that was given for the number of applications that were were received. I don't know whether they were all specifically for this training program as uh, solar technicians and so on. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. the, the, what was happening on Thursday uh, was the finalization of the work that actually started between February and May. Okay. The 8,000 jobs that were uh, advertised last month, uh, those ones, uh, no, no uh, appointment has been done. Is that the one that attracted 1.4 million applicants? Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. they are still trying to sort out, to conduct interviews, and to do the selection process. Mm-hmm. So the appointments there will be done as we mm-hmm. go forward. Before okay. the end of August, yeah. there will be appointment. But with with regards to those 8,000 positions that were uh, advertised in 2016, no appointments have been done because they are still doing the selection process. Okay. And as far as the, those that have been appointed, uh, uh, through the ones that were given the appointment letters, what was the criterion? Just talk to us. I mean, uh, just I mean, to dispel the notion that there was some kind of bias towards those who are affiliated to the ANC. What was the criterion, especially if you are going to go into such a, um, you know, a technical field, you know, in, term, in terms of the solar, you would need some level of competence. I imagine there would be some kind of minimum qualification. Yeah, they, they, they were uh, uh, divided. Uh, the majority of them, uh, the, the maximum qualification there was an engineering certificate. If you had an engineering certificate, you needed to come in. But if you... Minimum uh, or maximum, you think? Uh, 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 maximum, because the minimum was a metric certificate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a, a minimum was a metric certificate with meds as, as a... Uh, a, 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 a minimum requirement in that metric certificate. Mm-hmm. So it, it means if you came with a metric certificate but you didn't have math, you were not able to uh, to, to be absorbed mm-hmm. by that program, which mm-hmm. then makes a mockery of the whole thing because if people uh, continue to believe that this is a politically motivated uh, program, it will mean that uh, only ANC people hold metric certificates with math qualifications or engineering certificates. Mm. So this whole thing, the reason why we actually took it to the stadium in the first place mm. was to make sure that people can themselves interact with these people and hear their stories and see the transparency of the entire program. But also because uh, people had said that we only hear about these positions. We never see these people uh, uh, when they are appointed. We mm. said we want them to see the faces that are, are beneficiaries of this program, but also they can interact with mm. the system itself and be able to ask questions and uh, satisfy themselves. Mm. So that is why we say that this program really is about uh, reducing unemployment yeah. and creating opportunities in the program. I imagine that this one was also oversubscribed in a similar way as uh, uh, the 8,000 positions were, you know, um, that were advertised were oversubscribed what, what kind of numbers did you deal were you dealing with and then what happens to those that are unsuccessful is there some kind of a i don't know waiting list in inverted commas yes indeed it was oversubscribed because we received sixty thousand applications yeah. uh, for those positions uh, of course they are going to be this training is going to happen in cohorts this was the first cohort mm. that uh, was going to be uh, trained and released and afterwards uh, the provincial government working with Mesita, in fact, with the national government now, uh, we had a meeting uh, with the Department of Labor, uh, Department of Employment and Labor, uh, to make sure that we can also partner with them because we want to add uh, more people uh, onto mm. that program 
to get another 6,000 uh, a trade because if we are going to install uh, solar panels in uh, schools around Gauteng, uh, not just schools, in government buildings, mm. uh, if you look at uh, health facilities, if you look at libraries and you look at uh, government buildings, police stations and what have you, it means that that 6,000 is a drop in the ocean. So out of that 60,000, mm. we anticipate that we should be taking another group for training that will also be trained once they are qualified they will also be absorbed mm. so that they can continue with that program uh, of actually uh, installing uh, solar panels in the government buildings. And is there any guarantee of, um, you know, employment post-training or uh, of being absorbed into some kind of a permanent employment or uh, for the 6,000 candidates? No, this is how it works with some of these uh, job opportunities. Some of them are actually permanent positions. Okay. Some of them are contract positions based on what is it that they are going to be doing uh, going forward. For an example, the 6,000 uh, uh, community uh, crime wardens that were absorbed, those are permanent positions, the crime wardens, mm-hmm. for an example. If you look at the, 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 the these, these, these people who have been employed as solar technicians, the amount of work that they are going to do, but also with the uh, country itself investing in renewable energy, uh, we anticipate that the, 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 the part-time absorption that is going to happen, because of course, if you install solar panels, it means that you, you cannot say these people are going to be permanent, all mm. of them. Because mm. actually that's the problem that ESCOM uh, 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 experienced, is that when it employed people yeah. for electrification process, it, it absorbed uh, thousands of people. And once the electric, electrification uh, program reached uh, a, a certain level, it was mm. difficult to get rid of those people because now uh, people okay. had electricity. Mm. So if that is the, what we're trying to avoid here. And they were going to keep them as long as possible. But as, as long as the program is still running, they will still be employed. And then just finally, in terms of the distribution um of um, the people, the candidates? I mean, are you going for um, an equitable or equal uh, distribution in terms of areas of Gauteng where the candidates, uh, the successful candidates have come from? How are you managing that part? Yes, definitely. Uh, In fact, when it comes to all of these uh, uh, job opportunities uh, and employment programs, uh, the people come from their own regions where they come from. Uh, We have people first from Swane, you have people from uh, Mirafong, you have people from Val, you have people from all of the uh, regions of the Gauteng province. Mm. That's how, how we report. And and uh, with crime wardens, they actually work in the townships where they come from. Because right. we don't want someone from Soweto to go to police Tembisa because we want someone from Tembisa who understands Tembisa to be able to, to, to work with police there and work with communities. Okay. And mm. also we look at issues of gender, uh, we look at issues of people with disabilities, and we look at issues of diversity. We have uh, white people, we have colored communities, we have Indian communities. So all of those things uh, are, are, are catered for when it comes to these applications. But all of right. course, it's easy to cater for them because you also go to colored communities and Indian communities to recruit uh, where you feel that there will be some services needed in those communities. Cesar Pamla speaks on behalf of the Premier of Gauteng. I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. All right, I hope that uh, sheds some more light on how this program works. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.